Hey, Rainbow Up Village. This is Cicely Majid, CEO, National Director, and Pageant Coach of Rainbow Universe Pageants and Youth Services. And this is my inner beauty tip for Thursday, January the 19th, 2023. <laughs> I have to get my dates right. <laughs> I think the other day I said the wrong day. <laughs> anyway, it is January 19th. We are easing into the new year, into 2023. And so I have this wonderful inner beauty tip for you today, as I do every Thursday. So today I want to talk to you about being discreet. So let's see, what does discreet mean? What does that mean? It means basically having or showing good judgment in your conduct and your speech. So you're a modest person, you're unpretentious. And what I mean by unpretentious is you don't go around, you know, telling people that, hey, I went to this gallery and I am just this shiznit and I know this person and I know that person and, you know, I'm just totally pretentious. You, know, you don't want to be that. <laughs> it's annoying, you know? So unpretentious and prudent. Um, so let's talk about some different ways that we can be discreet. Now, youth, you're, I'm, I most, I'm talking to you guys, 13 through 24-year-olds. You're at a stage where you are developing swiftly. I mean, your brain is just like firing at everything, you know, and all you're taking in all this stimuli externally. And you have to be prepared for that. Because if you're not, if you don't have decent parents that are discreet themselves, uh, you might just be indiscreet, you know, unmodest and, and pretentious and um, not having good judgment in your conduct and speech. So you have to be um, mindful. And that is a very important word, being mindful of your discretion and how you come off to other people, how you present yourself. Very, very important in the world because this is this is you. You know, this is the reputation you're going to be building from the moment that you people get to know you until you die. And this is important. So you want people to see you in a certain way and you want them to see your inner beauty. And the best way to show that, again, is being discreet. So let's talk about attire. So yes, I know you youth love to, you know, experiment with your clothing. Nothing wrong with that. I like to still experiment with my clothing. I, you know, went to school for fashion design. I have a degree in fashion design and I love fashion. I love just, you know, trying new things and... Um, even making my own stuff and designing stuff, I like to, to um, sketch and draw every once in a while when I have the time. Um, so I love fashion design. I have some programs like that. But um, your attire is very, very important. So you want to have modest clothing. So I, I get the, the holes in the jeans and everything. Nothing wrong with that. It's fine. Um, I have some like that too. I don't wear them very often, but I have some. Not a big deal. You know, but when it comes to, you know, you know, ladies, breast porn out, cleavage, <laughs> um, you know, too tight jeans, too tight leggings, and just showing off the back part is just like this trend going on right now. It's just a little, it's a too much. It's too much. And um, men taking, males taking a lot of stimuli externally, especially from females, because they're attracted to the, you know, the female body. So you want to be careful who you attract to you. And your attire says a lot about your discretion, you know, what type of a person that you are. Now, I'm not saying because you dress that way that you're a hoe or anything like that. That doesn't mean that. A lot of females do that to get attention um, because they just want, you know, they, maybe they feel insecure. Maybe they have low self-esteem. So if I dress this way, you know, Tommy and Bobby are going to pay attention to me. They're going to look at me. They're going to want to talk to me. Um, so they have to process that in a different way. But 
if you're modest with your clothing, then you're putting something out that you are a discreet person and that you respect your body and that you don't have to be all out there for people to look at your shape or anything like that. So be careful with what you wear because people are judging you. They're watching you at this stage of your life and, and beyond and you want to um, give them a good impression of you. It's like going to an interview. You don't go to an interview dressed in a t-shirt and jeans. Make sure that you are dressed professionally so that they can say, hey, this is a professional person and you feel different. The, the way you dress makes you feel a certain way. So if you're walking around with skimpy, you know, skanky clothes, you might feel a little skanky inside. You might be like, well, man, I'm going to be attracting the wrong guys, but I don't care. I need attention. And then you're going to attract the wrong guys. Uh, you're going to feel that. If you wear modest clothing, you feel comfortable with yourself and your own skin and with the clothing that you're wearing so that you're not like pulling at it and, you know, checking it all the time. You're just like comfortable. You're just, you know, moving through life and you're okay with what you have on and it shows. So attire is very important. The next thing is communication. So communication is huge. We talk in so many different ways with our hands, with our mouths, with our bodies. Body language is huge. I encourage you to study body language one day. I studied it and it's just like, wow, you know, you just, you just don't really realize what um, people are saying to you until you just kind of pay attention to what they're saying without saying anything. And this stems in, across different cultures. So it's not just about, you know, a, a collective group of Americans or a collective group of people. Different cultures communicate differently with body language. So you have to study them. Um, so that's important. So with communication, profanity is foul. Now, I'm not going to pretend like I'm a perfect person and I never use profanity, but I do not like to use it in everyday language. I'm not going to say, you know, call my girls and say, hey, bitch, what you doing? You know, I'm not going to do that because I don't like it. It just doesn't sound right to me. And I'm not going to be, you know, cussing in every other word, F this and F that and S-H-I-T. I don't like that. I, I just, it just doesn't sit well with me. Um, but if I get mad every now and then and I'm pissed off, something might come out <laughs> profane and so you know I gotta you know tame the tongue <laughs> um, but uh, if I get angry I usually try to hold in my anger and until I'm away from people so that I can deal with it and manage it and I don't hurt anybody or hurt myself so that is a very way to a very good way to um, uh, manage your, your anger and your emotions but when you communicate that anger and emotions it might come out profane <laughs> and those words are um, they are what's the, let me give you a right the a proper word they're ineffective to get a person to understand what you're saying so except for all I hear is anger coming from you you're saying F this and F that you're angry what else are you saying so if you use those words, it almost sounds like you don't know how to communicate, number one. And number two, it also sounds like you're afraid to calm your emotions and you're trying to, you know, scare this person. Hey, listen to me cuss at you. I hate you. <laughs> you know, I'm going to scare you away from me. I don't like what you did. So you don't need to do that. So with communication, X out the profanity and come up and read books. When you read your, prof your, um, your, what are the words, your... Um, you become articulate is what I'm trying to say. Um, and so you understand language better and you're, you can even uh, enhance your vocabulary and you'll be able to communicate and it'll just flow because reading, it just kind of does something to the brain. It just like st starts to spark up because, oh, this is a new word and this is a new you know sentence and this is something I haven't read before and I'm going to take this in and this is, whoa, 
you know, and you and your brain soaks all that in, so you're able to communicate better. So if you feel like you're one of those people and you don't know how to communicate, all you have to do is cuss. You just cuss at people all the time, cuss with them, and that's your everyday language. Read some books. Read some intelligent books. And I'm not talking about you know grabbing some anime or some comic books. <laughs> I'm talking about you know read something that is nonfiction. Um, read about somebody who did something amazing in the world. Read about. Um, something going on in another country. Read about what's going on in the news. Read about, um, you know, history. Read about um, people from the past. Jesus, Martin Luther King. I talk about them all the time. Well, not Martin Luther King, but Jesus. Um, read about, you know, another religion that you're a part of, a Buddha, whatever it is that you're into. Read about those things so that you can um, uh, enhance your education, number one, and then you're able to communicate that with other people. Hey, I just saw something on National Geographic. Did you know I love to watch this show? Uh, what is it? Aliens? Something about aliens. Um, and <laughs> I know I'm a little out there, but <laughs> a little otherworldly. Um, but they talk about you know, ancient aliens is what um, they show on National Geographic or the History Channel. And they talk about, you know, all these, the Mayans and stuff. And it's just so fascinating. And they have this one video where you can see these, um, these, this form of some some kind of being running in a cave and they're dressed like they're, you know, from another planet or something. Like look like, um, you know, like they're aliens. They have this footage, it's real footage, I believe. Um, and so it's just this amazing stuff that you can find when you, you know, take some time to find out new things, stuff that's going on in the world that you don't know about. And then you call your friend and you're like, guess what I watched? And they're like, whoa, they're fascinated. Or you meet somebody and you have something to talk about. You know, so enhance your vocabulary and be able to communicate in a way that is discreet and you come off as um, somebody who is intelligent and, you know, smart with your words and you're able to think before you speak instead of waiting for somebody to finish talking. You listen to them. So listening is a huge part of communication. So be discreet with your communication. The next thing is personal business. So let's Remember to keep our business to ourselves for the most part. Um, privacy is huge. I'm a very private person. And I know I've posted a lot of stuff about my my life and things that I'm going through. And I do that to teach the youth. I don't do it just because I need attention or I want people to know what's going on in my life. I don't, you know, I don't need to do that. And also for to connect with my audience. Um, when I talk to youth, I connect with them, but I'm very careful with what I say to them, with what I say to you if you're listening. I have to be discreet because if I start telling you about my, you know, my boyfriend or, you know, I, I hung out at this party and we did this and that and, you know, um, I just won the lottery or I bought a new car. That's too much information. So that's my personal business and I need to keep it to myself. When I used to work for a, um, work for the, um, organizations like Optimus Youth Homes and Family Services. When I worked there, I worked at another um, place called Diamond um, Diamond Youth Services, I think it was called that. And this was, these were girls in a house, and then the other one was boys in a house. And I took care of the kids. They were youth, you know, they were in trouble, they were on probation, so they were in a group home. And, um, you know, I, I drove them to school, I drove them to um, pick up their you know, medicine, if they had medicine, I, I um, cooked for them. Um, made sure things were clean in the house. I communicated with them. You know, we joked every now and then. We had group meetings. 
um, dropped them off at school. I think I said that already. Um, took them to the park to mm-hmm. entertainment and um, recreation. And so they were just like my kids, you know. And when I first started, when I went through training, one of the main things that they um, pointed out that we had to pay attention to that was emphasized is to be careful with what you say to them. Be careful how you talk to them. Be careful what kind of business you um, reveal to them because it's not their business. They can, one, spread it, two, twist it around and change the story, or three, think that they're so close to you that they can do whatever they want. I'm going to sit on your lap, Miss Cece. I'm going to hang out with you, and you're my girl. No, you can't do that because we're the, we were the counselors. We were there to counsel them and there to um, help them with what their what their issues, the reason why they're on probation, which were a ton of issues. So my personal business had to stay my personal business. So I had to be careful what I say. So when you talk to people, be careful what you put out there. Be careful what you um, what you reveal about your life. Um, sometimes, you know, when you want to connect with others and you want to be honest with people or you're fighting back or defending yourself, which is what I've been doing lately, you have to be out. I'm all over the internet. So I have to be kind of a little forceful with kind of the things that are going on. So like people know I'm defending myself and I let youth know this is the way to go. Don't let people attack you and, you know, cyber bully you and do all kinds of crazy stuff without you standing up for yourself and saying something about it, saying, no, you can't do this to me. That's important. But bottom line is make sure that you're mostly private with your personal business so that people don't go run amok and start spreading stuff. And, you know, it's like the telephone game. One person hears the story and then you, you know, whisper it down the line with a ton of people. And by the time it gets to the last person, it's a whole other story. And you're like, well, that is not what I said. <laughs> so I love that game. It always cracks me up. But yeah, personal business is very important. Be discreet with, you know, yourself. Other people's business. Ooh, this is huge. Okay, so let's avoid gossip um, because we don't want to spread other people's business. Now, I know I did some of this too. (laughs) Um, And I did it because it happened to me first. I was fighting back. Um, And also, what I was doing was trying to help somebody um, open up and help somebody um, uh, prepare for other stuff that was coming because I kind of saw it in advance and I heard stuff and I said, well, listen, <laughs> here's what I know. Defend yourself, um, respond, say something about it. Is this true or not? So that's the reason why I did what I did. But for the most part, when people tell you a secret or they tell you something private, keep it private, keep it to yourself. Don't need to go telling everybody in the building where you live or all your friends, you know, at school, in the classroom. And let's text everybody and, you know, look at the photo that, you know, Veronica had or Jessica. Look at she did, you know, everybody needs to know about this. We don't need to do that. We're not here to gossip about people. We, um, when you want to talk about somebody, make sure it's something positive for the most part. If you want to defend yourself or for something negative that they said, defend yourself and then squash it. And then say something positive, you know, to just kind of smooth things out so they have a soft place to land. So you, we don't want to gossip about other people. We don't. When I go to work, you know, when I had worked at, at other jobs and had co-workers, there was always the click, always the gossiping click. And I did not want to hang around them. I'm a loner for the most part. I, I have no problem being alone. I'm a very self-sufficient person. Um, so I'm okay hanging out with myself and just chilling. You know, I have no problem being a lone wolf. Uh, but when I hang around people, I don't want to listen to gossip. And so one thing you can say if somebody comes up to you and they say, hey, guess what? Did you know that um, Jane over there and Bobby, they were, and they start talking about it. And you're just like, you know what? They're, they're not here. Jane's not here. Bobby's not here. So let's not talk about them. 
and then just talk about something else. That's what I would say. Um, so that's my advice for you when it comes to gossip. A best, the best way to avoid it because it's kind of hard. People kind of pull you into it and they're just talking and you're like, really? What the heck? Oh my God, I got a text. I got to text Monica and, and Johnny, you know, and they're just, it just spreads around. So don't do that. If the person's not there, obviously you're not going to gossip about them, but if they're not there to defend themselves from what you're saying, don't talk about them. Just say that to people and it'll probably work. And the next part is, um, or the next thing is your personality or your manner. So be discreet with your personality, be discreet with your manner. So that basically just means be a kind person, be a gentle person. We don't need to come at people all crazy and arrogant and wild and, you know, aggressive. You don't need to do that to people because then they're going to run from you and they're going to be scared of you. And if you want to attract people to your inner beauty, you don't want people to be afraid of you. <laughs> you know, we want them to come to you. Um, so be careful with your personality. Um... Learn about who you are. Now, I have a program called, um, it is Self, the Four Selves. I talk about the Four Selves. Um, you can check my website if you want more information about that. And I talk about um, getting to know yourself. Um, and it's specifically for selfishness. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean that you're a horrible person and that you're, you know, you're just thinking about yourself. You have to know who you are. If you don't, you're going to run amok doing everything everybody else is doing. People will pull you this way and that way and you'll be doing whatever they're doing. And if that's not who you are, you're going to hate yourself later. So know your personality very well. Study your astrological sign, especially your rising sign, which is huge. plays a huge part in your personality and how you behave towards other people and how you feel about yourself. So study yourself, very, very important. Um, and then your manner, you wanna have respectful manner. So don't go around picking your nose <laughs> in front of people, you know, scratching yourself in, you know, you know private areas and, um, you know, just doing really gross things, hawking up phlegm and spitting it out and all that. Have a, be a, a person with manners. When you eat, you know, try to keep your elbows off the table. I have an etiquette class. You know, you can take the etiquette class if you want to. Very important um, that we have to learn how to how to eat in front of people, not be, you know, hogs and chew real loud and start talking while we're chewing and, you know, um, eat too much food or, um, I don't know, spit your food out in your plate. Um, just you have to have manners. So your personality and your manner is very important. So be discreet with that as well. Your body. Be careful how you touch yourself. Um, when you go to places and people who are really comfortable in their own skin, I um, hoping that I, that is true about me. Be careful how you touch yourself because you may do something that somebody might take the wrong way. So if you're a person who's just you know I'm just comfortable and I just raise my hands, <laughs> my arms, and I rest them on my breast. <laughs> I do this everywhere I go and you're not thinking about it. You're not mindful of it, but you just do it. It's comfortable to you because you're comfortable in your body. Somebody might take it the wrong way and think you're flirting with them. So they might get a little too close. They might start touching. So you got to be careful. Be discreet with your body. Um, be discreet with how you touch other people. Um, don't just go up to people and just grab them or, you know, hold their hand or, you know, grab their butt, you know, or, you know, just be like all up in their face and be careful with space. You know, we all have our personal space. So you have to be mindful of your body and how you touch yourself and how you touch others um, so that they won't see something else that you might not be giving off. Um, and that's another thing why you need to, another reason why you need to study body language because people are watching how you move and how you walk, 
how you talk, how you sit, and all that stuff. So you don't have to be, you know, totally, completely conscious of every little move you make, but be mindful of how you touch your body and how you touch other people. If they don't want you touching them, don't touch them. Or ask first. So be discreet with that. The next thing is your dislikes. So if you go around telling people, I hate this and I hate that, and I am not down with that. I mean, it's okay if you say I'm not down with that, but the word hate is a very, very strong, powerful word. So be discreet with your dislikes. People don't need to know everything that you can't stand and people don't want to hear it. <laughs> so you can say, if you're in a conversation, like, hey, do you like, you know, do you like chicken? No, I don't really like it that much. But you don't have to say, I hate chicken. <laughs> because it just comes off a little too strong. It's a little too much hate right there. So be careful with the word hate. Be discreet with your dislikes so that you can exude inner beauty. And people will be attracted to you instead of, you know, repelled by you. Like, that person hates everything. <laughs> or every time they say hate, I just like, uh, I'm just going to go over here. <laughs> so be careful with that. Um, youth and children and animals. Take care of the youth, take care of the children, take care of the animals. Don't mistreat any of them ever, <laughs> okay? Be discreet with how you approach children, how you approach youth, your words, your manner. The animals, you, they watch. Animals watch people. They read your spirit. If you have a dark spirit, if you are you know, into the, the black magic thing, animals are going to know. They might bark at you a little too much. They might not want to get close because animals are... Um, they're created to pay attention to predators. So if somebody comes off and they seem like they're scared of you or they're just a little too aggressive and they've got some kind of darkness in them, they might want to attack you or they might want to um, you know, not be kind to you. And if you can tell, if a, if a dog comes up to you and starts sniffing your, you know, or your feet or your leg and he gets close to you or he wants to come near you or a cat like you know, gets all real close to you and just rubs up against your leg, you know they like you. <laughs> That's usually how they tell you. Um, so you, how they t letting you know that, hey, I like you, I want to be near you. Um, and children do the same thing. They'll come up to you. I mean, now they're shy kids, you know, might not want to talk to you. <laughs> That's normal. But sometimes kids will just, you know, they might stare at you or they might go to you and just hug you for no reason. Like, whoa, <laughs> whose kid is this? <laughs> Um, so, you know, that means that they, they like your spirit. They like your personality. There's something that you're giving off. And kids are psychic. We're all psychic. But when you're a kid, it's just huge. You're way open to everything. So you're reading people and you really, and people don't really know this too much because they're not, sometimes they're not paying attention. Um, but kids can read if you like them. <laughs> so they know if you like them or not. They're not stupid. Um, so we have to be very discreet with how we approach them. Um, how we treat them, how we communicate with them. The words that we say are very, very important. Um, and make sure you have prohibitions. So prohibit things. Don't let your kid just watch a bunch of violence and you know use sex online and everything. And um, be careful with that because they're learning stuff and they're taking in a lot of stimuli, again, externally. And then if they learn it, then they're more likely to go out and talk about it and say something. And so if your child starts cussing one day I'm like why is Bobby saying the f word <laughs> I don't say that and you look at your husband he's like yeah you kind of do you know <laughs> we're not paying attention they hear it they hear everything they watch everything they notice everything they're extremely smart very intelligent because they're just sponges they're soaking in everything so we have to be discreet with our words um, you don't want to talk about drugs and alcohol around little children 
unless you're telling them to stay away from it. And with youth, don't drink and smoke in front of your, your teenager if you do that. Be discreet about your, your private life so that they will be discreet about theirs. So you want to take care of them in that way and, again, prohibit things. When I was a, um, what was I, a um, computer lab instructor. <laughs> I was a computer lab instructor for this company, and um, it was a, a low-income building, and these were families that just, you know, were getting back on their feet, you know, they had low income, maybe they lost a job or something, and they had this program for them, and the kids loved to come to the computer lab. So I was Miss Cece, the computer lab instructor, and they would all come in, hey, Miss Cece, you want to use a computer? Okay. <laughs> um, and the boys would love to um, play the shoot-up games, you know, because... <laughs> They got that testosterone in them and they loved the, the guns and stuff. And I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> so I would not let the boys play the shoot 'em up games on the computer. I just let them watch it. You know, just, you know, you get an hour, go ahead and watch the game, but you can't play it. So that's kind of how I, you know, compensated for that. So at least they had a little bit of fun in there. Um, and the girls were cute. They always had the, um, so I prohibited, you know, playing the gun the gun games. And with the girls, you know, I had to be careful because they always wanted to do the dress up. Let's play dress up. Miss Cece, take me to the dress up website. And I put the website on and you know, I had to watch them, you know, be careful what you put on the, the girl there. <laughs> Make it discreet. You know, so I had to prohibit some things. So we have to do that. Be discreet with the, the children and the animals. And lastly, your family. Um, respect each other and give each other space and time and let each other go don't cling to your your family members so much so they don't want to see you anymore because you grow up with these people and then you depart and then if you're one of those people that's calling all the time and texting all the time and always wanting to know where they are that's usually the mom <laughs> always want to know where they are then you're like oh my god let me, let me live my freaking life um so you want to be respect each other and respect each other's time and each other's space and be discreet about that time and make sure that they have the time for you make sure that they have the space for you and that they're respecting you too tell them if they're not respecting you and then learn to let your family go because everybody has freedom to go wherever they want and do whatever they want talk to whom they want let them go um, protect them with everything you have. I'm a very protective person when it comes to my family. Um, go ahead and protect them, but also, you know, let them do, let them be, <laughs> um, and respect each other and give them that space and that time that they need to be themselves and do the things that they need to do. So just be discreet in all those areas and whatever area you can come up with to add to that. I encourage you to do so. So that's all I have for you. And discretion is going to bring out your inner beauty and people will want to be around you. I guarantee you, honey. Um, they want to be around you and they will not be repelled by you because they see that you are a discreet person. You're a respectable person inside and out. You're building a good, decent reputation and um, they will want to flock to you for that. Your inner beauty will shine. So that's all I have for you today. Thanks for listening to your inner beauty tip for January 19th, 2023. Toodles.